When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome into Missing the Point. I'm your host, Michael Marcangelo, joined alongside by my guy, Hollywood Rayshon Buchanan. And we, we got a little special guest on this show. The real DK Bob Kelly is here to help us digest what we saw on Sunday and talk about uh, the Patriots versus the Cowboys coming up, uh, you know, this coming this coming Sunday. We're going to get to that. We're going to get uh, to the Cowboys' uh, epic defeat uh, as well. But before we do that, we're going to talk about the Patriots versus the Jets. For the 15th consecutive regular season game, the Patriots beat the Jets 15-10. to 10. Uh, If that score sounds ugly, it's because it was. It was a terrible fucking football game to watch. Um, but... Let's just start off with overall thoughts. Bobby, it's your first appearance on on this little Patriots recap show. Uh, so tell me what 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 you thought of of this uh this game against between the Patriots and the Jets on Sunday. So honestly, what stood out to me, you know, uh, it's funny as the Patriots show because what stood out to me is the Jets, how <laughs> fucking bad how how bad they really are, man. Like that offense is just atrocious. I, I sent into the uh group to you guys like multiple times I completely missed the Jets possession like I was watching the past Jets game because you know I knew I was going to be on with you guys so it was like one of my main TVs and the Jets would get the ball I'd see them receive it and I'd be like oh okay Jets has the ball and like something would happen over here and I'd look back and the Jets were punting and it was like literally 45 seconds I'm like how the fuck is that possible then you guys, I don't know what the hell happened. Like it seems like you guys had the control of that game, and then all of a sudden it was the fourth quarter, and the Jets were driving to possibly take the lead. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on here? Are they really going to lose to this team?" The Pats are just kind of mid. Mac Jones is kind of mid. There's just a lot of mid going on in New England, and it's just it's it's frustrating because you you've seen the team that they can build, so it's just frustrating to see this team just constantly shoot themselves in the foot and constantly be average because their coach should be much better than that. But I just think, I don't know if it's the talent, the quarterback, what it is, but it just feels very average it is, is the takeaway I took from it all. Well, we get over to, before we get over to Ray, uh, Bobby typed, wow, the jet, the jets are really fast, huh? And then like, I see him still typing and he goes, I, I meant their possessions, their possessions are, yeah, it's over <laughs> within the blink of an eye. Uh, but Ray, it's so overall, fast. 
o- overall thoughts of uh, on this game? Uh, I mean, just just glad they actually won a game. I mean, I know that we just spoke last week saying that it really wasn't a lock for this to happen, and you know, I'm I I got some text saying, that, oh, you know, you guys over exaggerating, it's overreaction Mondays, da da da. And I'm like, look, man, you can call it whatever you want to call, but it, that was the real thing coming in uh, to this weekend. Once again, it actually, it almost displayed itself in, in the game. For them to only win by five, and, you know, once again, thank God that Judah got to, to Zach Wilson in, in the end zone to, to basically steal, steal the game. But it was it was wild today, like like Bobby said. Like they literally had a chance to win the game, you know, with, with the four-minute offense. So uh, I'm glad they won. I'm glad that, you know, uh, at least the offense looked like an offense in the first half. The second half looked a lot different. Obviously, you know, uh, uh, your, your boy Zeke, uh, Mike, I finally looked decent in, in the game. Uh, five yards to carry, looked beautiful. I was like, oh my, uh, just 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 in, just ready, uh, just just in time for Sunday, baby. Because that would be going fucking awful Sunday, but we're gonna tell <laughs> it. But yeah, so I I, I love what yeah. you did to get one fifty altogether or around one fifty. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I want Ramondre Stevenson to remember that he can fucking catch a football. But you know, other other than that, you know, I'm I'm just glad that we we got the win, and uh, yeah, they, they still have a long way to go. But once again, one and two is better than one three. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you know, how much? My next right. question was going to be like, how much positives do you think we should all take as Patriot fans from this win? And as I'm as I'm thinking about it, it's just so wild to me that the narrative, and I think it's justified is you know the jets team is terrible obviously like they they don't have a quarterback again true but this is the same defense that that beat josh allen and the bills and now we're talking about it like it's all you know they suck and 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 we and we uh you know we we shouldn't feel that positive about this game i mean I, i i think the one positive thing that we can take away from this uh would be and i'll I'll lead off. I think it's it's still Christian Gonzalez. Three yeah. weeks into it, he can you can put him on an opposing team's number one, and you really don't have to worry. Now, the caveat there is the opposing team's number one is Tyree Kill. Of course, you're going to have to fucking worry. But no. he, he 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 shut him down every week too. So he held his own. He held his well, own. Yeah. You see well, the yeah, so yeah. like, and we just it, saw what happened Sunday. So I'm, I'm just saying, it wasn't. I, the caveat, though, is that it wasn't one on one. I'm saying, like one on one, you can put him without help over the top on on a on your opposing team's number one, and, and he's gonna and he's gonna do work. But again, for a rookie to do what uh, to do what he did to Tyreek and we do was amazing. Were, were there any was there any other one positive thing that you would take away from this game as an outsider, Bobby? Uh, if you if you could give the Patriots a positive, what would it be? Yeah, uh, so Christian Gonzalez is my positive, 100. percent He 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 stands out when you watch the Patriots. It's it's very clear that he's not just like a good rookie cornerback. He's just a good cornerback. You know what I mean? Like period. And Tyreek Hill, giving him actual props and credit too after that game, just goes to show what what kind of ability that kid actually has. Other than that, man, I mean, <laughs> I I just really worry about this offense because this is two straight years. This isn't you know. Uh, you know, Matt Patricia's fault. This isn't, you know, you, you can't blame this really on anything except for, you know, the coaches and the players. It's, it's, it's two years now. So this is the head coaching. This is the scheming. This is everything. And it's just like, I, I know what you said. I get what you said about the Jets, man. I do. 
But that first week is going to be one of those wins that you look back week one, I think. And it's like, it's really weird that the two and 14 Jets beat the 13 to three Bills in week one, isn't it? You know, it's just the Jets are really bad. Um, and I think another positive for you guys is you got this win and now you have a very tough stretch. So I think this was a very, very important win because I think if you didn't, rock bottom wasn't far away. You know what I mean? Like, I think the, the, the skies were about to be burning in New England. If I know New England sports radio, if they're not already by only winning 15 to 10, the skies were about to be on fire if they lost that game. Yeah. Like it, it, everyone's name was going to be on, on, the, on the chopping block if that game went yeah, down let, let me, a let different me, way. Yeah, let, let me be clear. If, if, if they had came back to Logan last night, because it's only a 40 minute New York, sound like they all jerked whatever. If they came back 0-3, you know, my thing is don't don't even let them off the landing strip at Logan. You don't deserve to get back to Gillette Stadium if you come back 0-3, losing to that team. I don't care if it was 17-16. I don't care if it was 10-3, like like how it was last year. I'm I'm good. I lost to the Jets at this point. That 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 would have that would have cemented it as being rock bottom. And you would have heard all day on every outlet saying, hey. You know, is it at the time to let go of Bill? And once again, we we've heard this before. Like I I, I think about back in 2014, that's the most prevalent one when they start two and two. Kansas City demolishes them on Monday Night Football, 41 to 14. Oh, it's just the end. <laughs> they fucked around and went 12 straight. <laughs> and it was, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like we've seen it. Obviously, it's a whole different roster, obviously. But at some point, the players have to take pride. So we can say it's Bill. Uh, we can say it's both Bills, right? We can say it's O'Brien, we can say it's Belichick, we can say it's, it's Steve Belichick, we can say it's Jerome Mayo. At some point, the players have to take pride and say, you know what? We're the guys that have to execute. We're the guys that got to go in here and dominate. And the fact that outside of maybe two or three drives in the first half, I mean, the top offensively, they just looked at net. Even on that play, the Farrell Brown, right? That that play happened, well, because of play action, once again, they are very elite. <laughs> now, I won't say elite. They're very good. When the running game is happening because the play action is where Mac looks the best. Sauce Garner looked uh like he was he was stuck in cement. And then Farrell yes. Brown was able to break away for you know a 58 yard touchdown. And he's probably gonna get cut if you saw the if you saw the video after but we know Robert Kraft for what so he's probably gonna get cut before Sunday. Uh <laughs> just saying. Uh but it, it was it was cool to see a long run. That was like, oh my god, like that. Like that is that is that a is, is that an explosive play? play? An that explosive play? play? Like, oh my god! Like what, what on the play action? What, was that a a, a nice pitch and catch for for more than ten yards? Like that 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 warmed my heart for thirty seconds. Like I went to go get popcorn and I heard Jim Man say, "Oh, it's a touchdown in the paint." It was like a touchdown in the first half. That is unbelievable. So you know. Quick moment of joy, but like I said, it was the fact that I was on Disney Eagles in the second half uh, is wild, but it is what it is. Right, Sean, so I was actually, so, uh, I was just gonna say, I was thinking about you for that entire second half because I could just picture you. You weren't saying anything, so it was like Rayshon is not in a good place right now. No, when, when 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 the Jets got that ball back, I was like, Rayshon is just on fire at the moment. I was literally thinking about you. Yeah, because you know, you could to ask that right because. Other people texted me because I, I even in another group that I'm in, I didn't say anything in either, and it was like, "Yo, like everything fine." I'm like, "Yo, it's cool. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to the end 
to unleash because I'm telling you, if we lose this fucking game, I'm 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 going to go. I'm going on every platform. I don't care if it's going on the MTP Twitter, <laughs> my my own personal Twitter, or Facebook, whatever, Twitch, you name it, whatever platform we were on, I was gonna go on the ring. And it wouldn't matter about Mike texting me saying, "Hey, are we taping tonight?" Got to be like, "No, I'm getting a red right fucking now." Forget about tomorrow night. I'm doing it tonight. So like, we hold on for another week. <laughs> so, so we avoided disaster, and and oh. probably what what would be uh, we missed out on the glorious rant by by, by Ray. But to to Bobby's original uh, point, uh, like when we we look mid, and you said that we look inept, Ray. But isn't it possible that this is exactly what we talked about all offseason uh, when we said they're going to look better? And when I mean that, I, I think I do think that, uh, that the offense looks functional. It's just hard for me to to like, I'm I, I sound like a math when I'm really opposite, but it's really hard for me to go after him when he doesn't have time to fucking grow. And everyone will say, well, he's only been sacked like three times this year. Yeah, it's because he's getting rid of the ball real fucking fast or he's scrambling. But the offense looks schematically like if they could if they could actually run block or pass block, you know, they could put up, well, or I don't just, know. Or, like, ball. Just yeah, the or, ball. Ju- or just catch the ball. Juju can't fucking catch all of a sudden. Okay. He looks so slow, too. He looks like... Yeah, but at least catch the ball. You can be slow, Bobby. That's fine. I, 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 listen, I, I, listen, I'm not asking for much right now. I just want you to catch the ball. So he, he, low he, bar, six yards? He has six yards, bro. Catch that shit. Lay down. I'm I'm cool with that. I'm fine with that. But the fact that you're just literally hitting you in your hand or it's hitting you in your chest and then it's going up or it's falling to the ground. It's going out of bounds. Like I think about I did about there was about three first downs that Ramondre Stevenson would have had if he legit turned around, caught it, and and, and just ran. Because once again, he's he's hard to tackle, and he's by far our best offensive player. So I I don't I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I just want people to catch the ball. Like that that to me that's the last part of the functioning offense that Mike is alluding to. <laughs> catch the ball, <laughs> so we can actually feed some some uh you know some productive plays down the field. That that's all I want. That's it. So that leads us to the next thing, though. And, and Bobby, you, you already you already hit on this. But if you're if you're just focusing on Mac, right? I would say the overall consensus of this game was that he looked good, not great. What I will, uh, however, just add to it before I, I, I ask like your thoughts on it is the, the Jets strike me as a defense that will take advantage of of the mistakes that you make. The very easy way to beat them is to not put yourself in, in a shitty position. Mac had one throw that I, I thought should have easily been picked off. I think it was uh, CJ Mosley. It went right. It went right through his hands. Other mm-hmm. than that, he played pretty mistake free. So, wh- how would you grade? How would you grade him in this game? And then for you, Bobby, like thus far, because we haven't really talked to you about him all year. So I, I think what you guys know, I love Mac coming out of college. I thought he, you know, made throws, but he had the right header on his shoulders. What worries me about him is I heard someone else say this this week, and I thought it was a really good point, is like when the game is on the line or when things, you need Mac to make a throw. You know what I mean? You need him to really step up. He seems to wither. And that's really worrisome for a young quarterback to like not, not embrace that moment. And at least, I'm not saying every time, man. I get it. You know, yeah. the NFL is a very hard league. 
every once in a while, you got to make at least one play that everyone's like, wow, you know, wow, that guy's, that guy's got it. He, he's got something, you know, he, even, even if we have weapons around him, you know, I think he could take that next level. I just haven't seen that in a while. I think it's his rookie year. He had a few throws like that, but like ever since, man, it just seems like even yesterday, you know what I mean? He had the chance to put that game away three separate times, three separate times, and he couldn't get the job done. And he had to rely on Matt Judon making that play at the end of the game to, to, to cap it off. I mean, it's, it's amazing that they have these kind of guys that can do that, like the Judon on defense, you know, these type of dudes, but like, Every once in a while, if you're going to be an elite quarterback, if you're going to, if you're going to take a team to that next level, you got to do something that's like, all right, there it is. That's, that's why he's our guy. And I just haven't seen that from that. That's, that's my overall consensus. So I'd say like a C plus C plus B minus B minus of him being very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Good, right? <laughs> yeah. There, there's, there's no way I can, I can't go up over C plus. Just yeah. C plus is, yeah. That's that's not. Once again, I might have given it a B minus. They had to beat you know uh, Miami last week, whatever. But like, nah, the, I, I I can't. And one thing, once again, that's that's that's. I keep harping on this. It's been three years. We still have not had a signature moment from him. Yeah, you need it. Like you 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 cannot name. And I think someone I think someone said it. I don't know if it was someone that said it on the um on our Twitter page, but it was, I think it might have been DK that sent it to us in the uh in the group chat. It was like, oh, it's Bill Simmons sent it. Matt, Mac Jones highlight reel for for clutch moments would be 23 seconds. And I'm like, wouldn't it be that long? It, it, it might be 11 seconds. Might be. Like, I think there was that one throw he made. Like, I think it was like his third game. That's like the one thing I can remember. Where I can be like, oh, that was amazing. He, he made, like, yeah, he, he made some plays. I mean, like, the, I think the first game he played against Miami a couple years back, he made some throws to James, James White. You know, he throws the seam route really well, which, you know, makes sense to him being a part of Bell O'Brien's offense. But, like, you just can't go to a game once again. And it's only because they lost it. Like, there's certain games that would have he would have had the signature moment, but they lost the game. You know, the Dallas game a couple years ago, you know, that, that, that would have been a signature moment. The the Minnesota game uh, last year, you know, they lose that game on Thanksgiving. And then, you know, the, the Baltimore game last year. So, and I've said it on, on that show, on the show before. So, I'm just like, those, those are three games right there. You know, okay. Maybe we have something there, but because they didn't win the game, or he didn't make the plays that he needed to make at, at the end of, at the end of those games, you know, we 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 look we look at him differently. So yeah, he's he's not the reason why they've lost everything. But once again, he's not going to be the reason, as Mike would say, the reason why you're going to win the game either. And that has to change in order for the narrative about this Patriots team uh, to change in the future. Can I add one more um, thing to it. Sure. There. Yeah, I was just gonna. It's it's just. It's not a place you want to be in the NFL. If right. if I'm being perfectly like this, this even like above average, like average is is really tough to try and build a team around. But even like above average, like I I think back to my Tony Romo era, man, is like even he wasn't enough to get above the hump. You know what I mean? Like it's really hard to win in the NFL, especially if you don't have someone elite at the quarterback position. Even if you have someone elite, it's still hard. If you have an average to above average quarterback, it's next to impossible, man. You better have something else on your team that's like, whoa, that's amazing. Like the Ravens defense back in the day or like, you know what I mean? Or like the Steelers defense or, you know, the I guess 
I guess they had Aaron Rodgers then, but he wasn't that great even when they first won one. So you know what I mean? Like, there's just if you're gonna have an average quarterback, you better have something else that stands out. It's like, yo, just 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 be trendo for this moment. <laughs> right. 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 Be Brad Johnson. Uh, you know, be Matt Hasselback. You you name it. and I'm talking just, I mean Matt Hasselback didn't win it, but like he went to the Super Bowl. Like just just be just be that's all we have. Like, you know, you don't have to be our way. You don't have to be burrito. You don't have to be brainy. Like, just just be somebody that can just be serviceable enough to get us to where we need to go. Because once again, just defenses this after we saw what happened to Denver yesterday and they allowing fucking 70 points, and we held that team to 24 and, and all their points wasn't on on offense. This defense clearly is better than what we think. The yep. offense needs to wake the fuck up. Like that, that's that's where we are. Like that, yeah. I would when I saw I said, you know what? Let me let me breathe for a second. So I, I, said, oh, I said, oh my god. I said 70 points. You beat a team by fucking 50? 50! Five, five, zero! Five, zero, 50 points. Like that. Yeah. That's hard to live. It's all that. Oh, no. That can't fucking happen. And I know this is a power record show, so I'm not going to get into all that, but. Damn, like, damn, damn. Like, it, it's, it's wild. It's wild. So, it was they, literally bad. They man. gave me some touchdowns about the special defense. So, Ooh. so we're talking about like average or above average quarterback. Yeah. I think Ooh. perfect, perfect segue. How is Zach Wilson so bad? Oh, okay. I thought you were about How? to start talking about Dak. No, 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 no. How oh, is we, we Zach? Don't, we don't get that. Yeah, we don't, we're going to get there. And, 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 but, buddy. How is Zach Wilson in year three this fucking terrible? Still, how? He's just not a good quarterback, (laughs) man. Just period. I honestly feel bad for the guy because, like, I feel like he was relieved. He was so happy that Aaron Rodgers came to town and he didn't have to go through this again. He could be a backup and, like, try and learn the ropes. And then all of a sudden, four fucking plays in, all of a sudden he's starting again. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah, no, I, he's really bad. He's just a really bad quarterback, man. He's like and, one of those people that, that that just wants to be on the team, but doesn't actually want to do anything for the team. Yeah, you his, know <laughs> his 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 number one play is a rollout to the right where he throws it out of bounds thirty yards. That's the the number one thing I see from Zach Wilson is like he's excellent at getting rid of the ball. Period. So honestly, I mean, obviously, it there's nothing to really speak of positively when it comes to as far as his game, anyways. And I mean, from what we've seen or heard, like he's not the greatest locker room guy either. So at some point, he, he just needs to grow up, right? And I'm not sure, like playing playing in New York is hard, anyways. But when you're doing good, so I can only imagine when you're when you're, you know, subpar is not even a word. I'm I'm being nice saying subpar, but when you're when you're <laughs> trash like that as, as he is on the football field, it's 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 hard to be in that in that outlet. So. I do think he would benefit from a change of scenery. I know that they tried to do that with Sam Donald a couple of years ago, but I do think there's always a team that could say, oh, we'll use him as a reclamation uh, project. Once again, I do think he has a good arm. I do think that he is mobile. But I think what happens is, if I can get serious without without trolling him for a minute, but I think, so I, and you, you know me, I always got to bring up something basketball related, especially having Bobby on the show. I appreciate this. So, Isaiah Thomas talked about this on a show called NBA Open Court, where he said you could have all the all the talent, you know, all the skill, right? But 
if you don't have a coach that can coach from the neck up, meaning coaching to your mental, coaching you through situational awareness, so to speak. I mean, I'm paraphrasing because he, he was more eloquent than I'm, than I'm saying it right now, but that that's where the shift has to change. And, you know, he's had multiple coaches, you know, maybe he had coaches that really didn't believe in him right, right away. So I do think you he needs to go to somewhere that's going to say, you know what, you still have something there, but we got to rework everything that's been going on, you know, with you mentally, because once again, the talents that the reason why you went number two overall, but there's something missing upstairs. And I think if whoever the next coach is for him can coach to that mental aspect of the game for him and have him think through the game, then he might unlock something. It just won't be in a Jets uniform. And I don't know, yeah, it, but it's it definitely can't. not Jets uniform, but it's just a matter of, I don't know who's going to take that flyer on him to see, even see if that's actually going to be a thing. Because I don't know how many too many coaches that would have that uh, patience. I actually think, you know, just off, off on, on the whim, I actually think some place like like the LA Rams would be would be good. I think him learning for someone like McVay. Because once again, he he made golf serviceable. Like we can say we want about what golf has become. Got golf golf once again got them to, to a Super Bowl, you know, and he he he's played very well in his career thus far. But the being in a more pick and what kind of teeter tottering over in LA. So I I just feel like maybe he could be like a Jerry Gong type, right? He he can get to that level because people were people were shaky about him early on in his career. But he 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 has, he has to he has to leave New York immediately. How um, how hard yeah. how how hard do you think it uh, it is for him to to try and come back and be that guy for a team that uh, has players that were repping his backups uh, his shirt last last year? Do they have yeah, like, the star yeah, Mike so White what, shirt? What's going Mike? His, That's crazy. Then, then crazy. his GM goes out and says, "You know, we believe in you so much, Zach Wilson, that we're going to trade for Aaron Rodgers." And we're going to bring in Aaron Rodgers, hand-picked offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. And now, to Bobby's point, four snaps in. And now Zach has to go back in and, and try and be the leader of yeah. this team. Like, that is, that's a, that's a fucking disaster. Disaster. Yep. Let's remind everyone, too, that the Jets were literally wearing T-shirts for Mike fucking White last year. It, and Mike White's not. Fucking white and the like, world's on fire. I can tell you I that. Like, I man. feel like it, you're doing this on purpose, Bobby. I really just feel like you're doing this on purpose. <laughs> Am I taking it right out of your brain? No, 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 you, I, you no just I, I just said it. Wait me out of my fucking brain. I said it ten seconds before you did. You said the Mike White thing. I'm sorry. Yes. My baby, my baby's crying in the next room. <laughs> <laughs> take it out of your brain. Yeah, yeah you, you read me like a book. I literally didn't hear you say Mike White. They, I heard everything else. That's <laughs> <laughs> two in a row. It's two, it's two, in two a row. shows in a row. It's two yep. in a row. It's, it was, it's like the prototype of a Bobby and Mike show right there. So that is. It really is. You know? It's good. It's good. You know, it's like we haven't lost it at all. You know, when, so <laughs> I'm, I might have lost it a little bit, but you know, I mean, that's the sense. When, when, when do you think that? They pull the plug on him, like, or or do they, or do they just yeah. write it out? Do they just write this out with him? Yeah. It's, 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 so I just feel like inside the inside the NBA moment, I'm having a Shaquille O'Neal moment. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, come on, Arnie. Who am I? Who am I? Am I Kenny? Am I, am I Charles? I'm fucking Charles. Aren't I? You're I'm Charles. Charles, aren't I? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's oh, oh, god. Okay. Just hit um, me like a ton of bricks. It's like, oh, I'm fucking Charles oh, yeah. Barkley. God damn it. No, I'm definitely here, right? Barkley. It, it, it's got to be soon, though. It's got to be soon. It's got to be soon. 
it, it can't be like by by week eight it, it needs to happen it's now or never you know i mean you 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 give a team this talented this quarterback for four or five weeks they're done they're gonna they might already be done after the, yeah, the last fun. two weeks i mean you, you saw the tweets and stuff going out last last week man i mean you can't have this much talent and have a quarterback that literally wastes it it he does negative for your team period you know what i mean like there's there's nothing positive that zach wilson does for your football team so you got to do something because you're gonna salah's gonna lose everything if he doesn't replace him in my opinion Charlie agree. Was uh so all right, so two last questions about this game. Uh Ray, was it more of the Patriots offense is inept or that the Jets defense was really good because the Patriots never had one possession where they went past the twenty seven yard line of the of, of the New York Jets? Uh I probably a mix of both, honestly. I, I think that the Jets defense is still really good, like we like we alluded to earlier in the show. I just think it gets lost in the shuffle because of how bad their offense looked. Uh, at times, meaning the Jets, and then with us, like we, we just, we just can't get out of our own way, and you know, we don't. Once again, the play calls look good when they, when they're, you know, like I said, like I said schematically, it looks good, but when your biggest play really came off a breakdown, and once again, <laughs> we'll, we'll take what we can get. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna say here and complain sure. about that. That, that's how, and that's how your play is happening. It's not, it's not really a good look. So. I just think they just really need to focus on some more fundamental, once again, situational football. It's something we've heard about here for 20 plus years. You know, they need to get better in those moments, whether it's a two minute uh, warning, I mean, two minute uh, football, uh, four, four minute, uh, you know, situation in football. So they, there's a lot of things they need to work on in order to become uh, at least a top 10, top 12 offense. Once again, I think they're like 13th or 14th in passing. Oh, no, I said, I'm sorry, they're the top 10 in passing, but they're like 20th in rushing. So they're like they're like in the middle of the pack. So they can get up to about nine or ten uh, overall. Then you know I'll I'll take that. That would be a far, you know, far you know cry from what they were you know last year and maybe even the year before. If we're being if we're being honest, so yeah, a little bit of a netness, a little bit of you know the defense they're facing. Once again, they're facing a hell of a defense come Sunday. Uh, so <laughs> they better get their mind right, or it's, it's going to be a problem. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see. But like I said, um, to wrap it up, it's the mix of both. Really, Bobby? Um, yeah, I, I do agree with that. It is a mix of both. Uh, the one thing that stood out to me about the Jets was their run defense. I thought their run defense was excellent against us last week. It was like I texted my buddy. He was like, "This run defense is tough, man. There's just no space when you try and run the ball against the New York Jets." But then at the same time, it's like, then the Cowboys did what they did this week. So, like, I don't know what is real yet, to be honest. But if you were asking me which one is real and I had to put money down on it, it'd be the New York Jets defense. Because that, that team, that team is something. That defense is something. It looks like something. Again, we don't really know yet, but it, I'd say the Jets defense. This is just really good. We'll see about the Pats offense. So like you said, there's 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 blips every once in a while where you're like, oh, that could be something. But they got yeah, they can they can line up. They, and, and and normally, uh, you know, this time last year, they would they average like six offensive penalties a game all, all pre snap. <laughs> so at least that's not happening. All right. That's a and, that's a sign in the right direction. They could, right. 
their their scheme should be running the ball, and it's like I feel like it's just the uh, the game has been getting away from them. When when yeah. the Pats are, are are great, they can run the ball and they stuff it down your throat, and that's how they beat you. That's like you've really, said it already, Ray. The, the play action, that's how they beat you. If they can't do if they can't do that, man, they're in trouble. And like when they have to play catch up, Max not the quarterback to play a catch up game. So like the the fact that they're tenth is pa- passing and twentieth and rushing, I think is 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 alarming because it's like that's not how this team is gonna win football games you know so is it it like, can be encouraging but like you're, it's like, you're, ah. preaching to, you're preaching to the choir here and there's anyone that's been screaming about you know running is important <laughs> it, it's yours truly you know i know that people everything is oh you gotta throw the ball now okay but i'm like over over here group one <laughs> you know uh pastry place the rush is up to pass here. It's not the other way around. And that's always been the case. Even when 12 was here, it's like Corey Dillon, you know, uh, Kevin Fall, um, the law firm, even when he, yeah, yeah, he had his run, uh, some of the Ben Jarvis Green Ellis, like whatever they've had guys that can that can move the sticks on the ground, they've been much more formidable. That, that's not an opinion. That's a fact. So... So the Patriots, uh, they they move up to one and two after picking up a fifteen to ten win against the uh, against New York Jets. Again, their fifteenth regular season win. The Jets have not beat the Patriots in regulation since the two thousand and ten divisional playoff game in, in Foxborough. I'm just gonna let that one sink in. Okay, that's sick. Uh, that's sick. That is disgusting. <laughs> Move, moving on to what I believe was going to be a, a, a bleaker discussion after we talk about. Uh, you know the Dallas Cowboys. Are, we're rolling up. We're rolling into Dallas. Or is that is that in Gillette? Or is that that's in no, Dallas, right? In Dallas. It's in yeah. Dallas. Yeah. So the Patriots get yeah. on uh, t- take on what should be the three no Dallas Cowboys. Turns out they're actually two and one because they ran into an offensive juggernaut of Josh Dobbs and that Arizona Cardinal offense. Where <laughs> stupid. So Dobbs, stupid. Dobbs looked great. James Conner looked like he just got drafted back in Pittsburgh. Michael Wilson was 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 incredible, Bobby. <laughs> what the fuck happened to the Cowboys? I I don't fucking know, man. I don't have an answer for you. I really don't. The so I, I was obviously very emotional on Sunday. It, you know, no. it, like you should you should read some of my string attacks. It's like this is the same <laughs> bullshit. You know, I can't believe I fell for it again. It 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 reminded me a lot of the Denver game two years ago. Uh, if you guys remember, it was the same thing, and all of a sudden they yep. just fucking hit a brick wall, and it was like, "What the fuck just happened?" And then two last year, the Jacksonville game or the Houston game, it was the same thing where it's like, it's just so disheartening, man. And it's like, uh, so a couple takeaways, you know. Obviously, power rankings later this week will we'll really dive into this deep and and really get into the nitty gritty of what the hell happened here. But the two takeaways for me is Dak Prescott is mid. That is, that is period. He, he has moments that he stands out. He has moments, you know, that it, he looks like he could be a franchise quarterback. So those whoa moments that I was talking about, but along those same lines, like you do need to make those big plays. But if you're going to be an elite quarterback, you can't make the fucking plays like he did at the end of the fucking game. That was an unacceptable interception. And at that moment, I sold my Dak Prescott stock. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> if, if, if he leads me to a Super Bowl, great. That's amazing. I will love him forever. I don't see it. 
Yeah, I just I I can't see it. This is this is a trend now. This isn't like a you know if this you know when this happens. No, big spots, man. He makes bad decisions and they're bad turnovers. They're bad. They're not just like yo. Know, oh, I can see what you. No, you can't. I can't see what you're seeing there, bro. I had no idea what the fuck you were seeing on that play. No idea. Um, the other thing is the defense. All right, listen, the run defense was. The problem last year, problem two years ago, big problem yesterday. They were dashing us. But at the same time, okay, you lost your CB1 on Wednesday. Your game plan's already implemented. They're, the CB2 know what he has to do. Everyone already knows what they have to do by Wednesday. Like, that, they're they're practicing it. That's that's what their game plan is. All of a sudden, everything. I think it was Thursday. Wasn't it, thir- it was Wednesday or Thursday? Um, they just go down ACL tear, worst possible news. And it's just like everything changes on that game plan. And they look lost. The defense looked lost. Gilmore looked lost. They they didn't look like they knew what they were doing. I'm not panicking yet because obviously that's like a very big deal when you lose your star corner. So you think uh, not to, but if they lose, if they lose, I'm panicking. Not to pour salt in the wound, and then I'll uh, and then I'll I'll just ask Ray this: You think that because of the the sudden shocking loss of Trayvon Diggs, that's why the Arizona Cardinals were able to uh, run the ball thirty times for two hundred twenty-two yards? No way. Yeah, because that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it, I mean, it, I, I just, it does <laughs> change everything, though. It changes everything. No, but, it, but, no but it, it changes things to an extent. But if you're telling me that Marco Wilson turned into Aaron Collins, no. Oh, Larry Fitzgerald. Okay, you got me. Sure. I, okay, you got to have seven out there because he changes the game. Got you. Michael Wilson made some plays, but it, he wasn't out there. Like I said, he wasn't. He didn't become and quite hell. He was even Steve Breston. Yes, David. Those that, that, that's 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 a name drop for y'all too. He he was a thousand yard receiver back in the day. He he wasn't even on oh, oh, Arizona yesterday. So it was the other head slate, right? Yeah, 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 uh, Fitzgerald, yeah exactly. So cra- crazy, crazy offense that year, but. Excuse me. Not um, this year. Yeah, not, yeah, not this year. No, but I just and to say this because I just I thought this was hilarious, so I I gotta put it out there. There was like I was I was someone was like, oh, the Cowboys got beat by the black Zach Wilson, and I I fucking lost. <laughs> That's so insulting to Zach Wilson. It's so insulting. No, you mean you mean to Joshua Dobbs? I mean, it might be insulting. I don't know which one it's insulting to, to be honest. Well, yeah, I mean, I've heard Black Zach Wilson, I've heard Black Ryan Leaf. It's too much. So that that that, that hit with Zach Wilson, that, that really, that really, that's hurt the cake. But I mean, I, I just think once again, I and I said this to you off the air. I thought what happened yesterday to them was going to happen for to the, like I thought the Jets were going to do what the Connors did yesterday. Pretty sure if Aaron Rodgers was there, because Aaron Rodgers does have their number, they probably would have won last week. Probably, but Aaron Rodgers probably. That's just what he does down there, anyways. But yeah, I don't know. I just think it's just one of those games, just like how you said a few weeks ago about the was it just being a build. I just feel like you just it's an any given Sunday thing. And I can tell folks there's nothing, especially with the NFL. Basketball and baseball is a little different, whatever, but in football, nothing is ever guaranteed. And I know this because like me and Mike are fans of the team over there supposed to be the greatest team of all time. There's nothing that's guaranteed. Anybody on any Sunday. Monday or Thursday, and eventually later on this year or Friday, because the NFL is trying to get every day of the week eventually. 
it's just, it just, you, you can lose. <laughs> and it, it doesn't matter who's out there. It doesn't matter the game plan. It's just like, look, we're going to line up. Our scheme is better than your scheme this week. And that, that's, just, that's just what it is. Um, I actually, I, you know, every, every focus is in for sure. It should anyways. I felt I, I, there was a point in this game, Bobby, where, where I, my heart actually almost went out to you because uh, Micah Parsons got up almost very slow. And I was like, are you telling me that they're going to lose no, that's the beer Parsons also, that's the and problem. Diggs? And, and well, no, he was holding his arm. I'm like, oh boy. Oh, I would have died. I would have died. <laughs> but no, the, the, the reason I ask that question is listen, if Diggs goes down, you would think that if, you, if, you, if a team had, even if, if, if it was a Jets, that Zach, Zach Wilson would have thrown the ball 40 times and he would have thrown all to where Diggs should have been, right? But it, this was precision pa- or tactical passing by the Cardinals. I mean, Dobbs was 17 at 21. And, I, and again, it, he had one big play and it was to, uh, to Michael Wilson. It was one catch for 69 yards. So, yeah. but the, it, was, it, it was the run defense, uh, which, which was, I, listen, I think every team has a, has a mulligan it feels like the Cowboys mulligan could could be the, against the Cardinals for this year unless they lose to the Patriots. Yeah. However, Bobby, this guy's on fire. When is it fair to say that, that, if, that, that if Dak Prescott has forty or more dropbacks, that you believe that their chances of winning have exponentially decreased? Yeah, hundred percent. Because it's the same thing as the Patriots, man. When the Cowboys are beating the Cowboys. They're running the hell out of the ball. We're, we're seeing Pollard 24, 25 times. You know, Deuce is getting a couple carries. Rico's getting a But, like, explosive runs. It, he looked he looked all right, but, like, it just didn't feel like the same offense. And, like, in the red zone is really what worries me because it feels like they stop running the ball once they get to the red zone. And, like, that's that's the route to losing for the Cowboys because when they get into the red zone, man, it just feels like they get away from everything and all of a sudden it's just fades to CD. It's just outs to this guy, outs to this guy. You know, I, I just feel like they're mentally weak, man. That's that's what it comes down to. And it's it, it felt different. It really did. But like Craig said, you were going to get it out of me. He's right. Yeah, they just feel so weak, man. And I hope I'm wrong. And like, I know I overreact to every Cowboys boss, but like, this was a really bad one. And it's like, I thought this was the year that like they had a very low, a very high floor because of this defense. And like, I didn't see, I really was blindsided by this. Like, I, I was under the impression that like it would have been unacceptable to lose this game or to win this game by three. That's where I was at. Like, if you win by three, that's even unacceptable. And they right. lost by 12? You lost by 12 to fucking Josh Dobbs after winning, what was it? It was it was 70, what was it, the two weeks? 70 to 10, I think was the score after two weeks, or 71 to 10 for the Cowboys, and then you lose to this goddamn so, team. It's, like, yeah, it's, right. it's so unacceptable, bro. So, so right. to be fair, yeah, sorry, sorry, Mike. Uh, to, to be fair, though, like that Arizona team is a historical second half away from being two on one, like and wasn't they're not a good that's team. That's true. That's true. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like they 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 play the NFC East very well. Now they're gonna get smoked by Philly. You know, whenever they play later <laughs> on, but let's, let's be honest. But it's just like you know they clearly are up for the NFC East right now. They're like, look, we are giving you our best punch, 
And Jonathan Gannon has them playing really well. And they're saying, hey, you know what? Yeah, y'all think that Caleb Williams is coming here? We'll watch this. We're going to play our hearts out. And that's what they're doing right now. Once again, they may not win much, but they're, they're, they're playing hard. And playing hard will get you five to six wins in the NFL. If you if you if you execute, and that's what happened. It it was you know, too too many too many times right. they set off a field goal. Me and Dallas, and yeah, that that's two the, weeks that's, in a row. That's the biggest issue, you know. Are so right? Do you think the Cowboys fans are, are overreacting to this loss too much, or were they overreacting to the first two wins too much? Well, I mean, as I have family members that are. Uh well I mean Bob is in my family but some other family was in that actually live in Texas Thanks, bro. Uh, yeah you know they they were texting me saying what the fuck's going on I'm like so you know what time it is I, I, I like I like hey they they really they be on my head about what's happening in the last couple of years so I didn't say much to Bobby yesterday but I made sure I said something to them I, I said a picture I said damn I said Dak throwing with three red shirts around him like it's, 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 what what's what, what's going on no nope. I said this 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 is pathetic. Uh, I said, it might be time to go hit up Sweet Georgia Brown. That's a restaurant down there. I said, it might be time to go to Sweet Georgia Brown and get you a uh, get, get you a dinner and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. But yeah, I, I definitely think it was a reaction. Once again, it's, it's Daniel Jones and who was the other quarterback? Daniel Jones and um, oh, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Wilson. Come on, so it's, it's just like he you know, and the, the white one. That's right. So Bob, I, 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 I could I couldn't pass it up. But that's a joke that only Ray Sean can make. That's uh, so good, right. so good. But um, yeah, def- definitely it makes it both. And once again, it's like I think that I think they were overreacting. As far as talking about how good the offense maybe looked, because some people still say, "I'm like, no, it's really the defense that's carrying." Let's let's give the credit where it's due. At some point, your quarterback has to win you games. And yesterday, Same conversation man was on a silver platter for 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 four to come through. And as he has shown, once again, he's had some games where you're like, okay, like. All right, he came through. I mean, great. We have to go back. I, I did hit one moment for him. I think yeah. about that game against Pittsburgh years ago. Actually, we really, I really was Zeke. Zeke's the one that scored. That I was mean, the Zeke game. Yeah, but, no, that was the Zeke. Yeah, but game. I mean, but but Dak did his thing in order to get him to that point, and then you know Zeke brought it home. But yeah, I mean, listen, they, that's any fan base is going to overreact when they're up, when they're two zero and they look that dominant. So I don't blame them for that. But you would you would think by now. They will learn to pump the brakes and say, you know what? Let's just try to play week by week and, and be one and one every week. You would, would you, Ray? Would you? You think? You think so? Then you would yeah. think. You would think. Yeah. <laughs> you would think. But I know. Uh, but I know my brother and my cousins down there. Like they're not going to. It's, it's okay. So I'm I'm ready for Sunday. I can't wait to Sunday though. I can't wait. Me either. Let's see me go. All right, Bobby. How does the page? How do you think the Patriots defense stacks up against what you've seen from the Cowboys offense? I'm a little worried about it, to be honest. I think you guys uh, match up well against us because you guys are the type of defense that does well against us, and that's a bend, don't break. You know, you guys are okay with giving up drives and giving up three points on any given drive, and the Cowboys will willingly take a field goal on every single possession, it seems like. So I I think if the Cowboys don't get those red zone woes out of the way, uh, I think I see a lot of Brandon Aubrey this coming Sunday. 100% 100% because it just seems like if if you have a defense that, that latches down like the Patriots team they do inside that red zone, I, I don't know the actual statistics on it. It's just by eyesight. I, I think you can do well against the Cowboys. I really do. That's that's definitely their weakness. And as long as Dak Prescott isn't playing 
up to his caliber that he can play at, it's going to continue to be our weakness. So that's 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 where you guys target, and I think that's going to be a, a big weakness for us this coming week. It also feels like right, right, like the Patriots. What we've seen over the, at least this year so far is that they can mitigate the run. Like they're they're, they're still going to allow like a hundred yards rushing or one hundred twenty yards rushing as a team, but they mm-hmm. can still take away your top threat. Yeah. So, uh, based on what you've seen so far uh, from the Cowboys' offense. Can the Cowboys rush as a team for 110 yards and CD Lamb not be a factor and still win this game against the Rangers? Uh, and we keep seeing 37, which is our kicker, Chad Ryland. And yeah, they, they, like, I feel like <laughs> find a way to score. But yeah, I, I, th- I think we could find a way to, to contain CD Lamb. I think CD Lamb is super talented, but I've seen what he did against Garrett Wilson, meaning Christian Gonzalez. I've seen what he did against Tyreek Hill, and I've seen what he did against uh, you know, AJ Brown. I think he had a little more issue with Devontae Smith. So I feel like there's someone who's really yep. shifting it quick because he's a bigger corner. That might give him some issues. But other than that, he's he's holding his own. And I'm hoping that Jack Jones comes back. Because once again, we saw what he did last year when, when, when healthy. So the secondary in New England is very good. Like even missing D-Mac is, is very good. We just, I don't know. We have enough speed on, on the second level, meaning the, with the running back. So that, that might be an issue. But I'm hoping this is a key one, key key one. I'm hoping this is a key on white coming up party. I hope that he shows why we got, I, I must say he's had, he's had a good start to his year, but I feel like this could be a game where he, he, he breaks loose and gets a couple of sacks. Yeah. I do think he, he's a beast down, down low, but just a matter of, of, of showing that. But yeah, ho- hopefully, you know, this defense doesn't, I mean, the offense doesn't click me in Dallas on, on Sunday, you know, knowing our luck, this will be the game. They get right and score fucking 40 on us. Um, <laughs> because that's, I was gonna say, that, honestly, that's, this, that's just how it goes, you know. Oh yeah, no, they, they had this issue. They had that issue. Oh, uh, Dak Prescott was twenty nine thirty six, three forty five, two touchdowns, no picks. Tony Pollard, twenty two rushes, one hundred fifteen yards. Next, like, this feels like something happened Sunday. It can totally happen. All right, so Bobby, uh, I'm gonna ask you the same question, uh, and then I'll, I'll give my 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 take. Let's just assume that the Patriots do to you what they do to every team, right? And they mitigate the rush and they shut down your number one, which is CD Lamb. How, how do how do the how do the Cowboys beat the Patriots offensively? Honestly, it's so that's that's one of the bigger problems right now is the the secondary weapons have been a huge letdown so far this year. Brandon Cooks hasn't done much; he he missed a game already, and Michael Gallup still isn't Michael Gallup that we remember. We lost Dalton Schultz. Like, I like Ferguson, but he's not setting any worlds on fire. So, like, that is the pathway to beat the Dallas Cowboys is you shut down Pollard, you shut down Lamb, and you make them rely on those secondary, you know, the secondary targets. Uh, I'm not sure. If they they haven't showed me so far this year. It's so funny. Like, I came into this week with no doubts about this team. Now I just have so many. Um, If you can shut down our primary weapons. That's the way to beat the Cowboys. And that's what we saw this past week. I mean, CD played played good. Pollard played great. But it wasn't something that set the world on fire. And it wasn't like a game that they won by themselves. Like we've seen in the past. So, like, if if you can make them rely on Cooks, on Gallup, on, on Ferguson, on these secondary players, that's the way to beat the Cowboys. And I don't have an answer for you. I really don't. I, I don't know how they beat them without one of those two guys going off. If you can contain those two, you have a very good chance of beating us. 
unless the defense does something crazy. That's the other path is like right. the defense picking Mac off three times and, and Parsons forcing a fumble or two and, and things like that happening. Um, but again, you know, I, I don't know if that's the the first two week defense is the Cowboys defense or last week's defense is the Cowboys defense. So like I, I'm really in the middle here, you know, and that's those are the two ways. I just don't know how likely they are. I think we need to rely on Pollard and Lamb to win these this game coming up. I do. Yeah, listen, I, I think that if, uh, if the Cowboys put up the exact same offensive stats against the Patriots as they did the Cardinals, where your team rushes for 180 yards, Michael Gallup goes for like six for 100 or six for 90, whatever the hell it was. And Brandon Cooks is healthy enough to just shove it down Bill's throat one more time. Like, that's probably the way to win, right? Uh, because C- I, I expect CeeDee Lamb to have a five for 48 game and no touchdowns. Like that's 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 what I would expect now. If that doesn't happen and he goes off and has seven for one twenty, then it's a it's a wrap. But the other thing, though, right, is what have you seen so far from the Patriots' offensive line that makes you believe Mac will have any time to do anything against uh, uh against the Dallas Cowboys defense? So, a motivated Trent Brown is is a lot different for this offensive line. It's weird how concussions clear up after you get $3 million, right? Hey, listen, I, I, I had to clear as brain possible. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, we're, we're weird, but I think that, that helps a lot. And obviously, obviously Parsons is going to be on that side a lot. feel like they're clearly going to scheme him to the other side now against whoever's playing right tackle. Um, If I'm Bill, <laughs> I'm calling up a former Cowboy immediately. Could he just pass his physical today and allow Collins to say, hey, they they let you go. They didn't believe in you. <laughs> they didn't believe in you. Allow uh, come come back down to ATC Stadium. Show them why they shouldn't let you go because you was a part of the best offensive line in football, and they said you weren't good enough to stay. So and even though that that may not be true, but that's what I'd I'd be feeding into his brain all week. <laughs> Love it. But yeah, I, I'm motivated. Sean Brown is different. Him and David Andrews were phenomenal on Sunday. Um, I, I watched Emin Lazar's breakdown of of um. You know what, what they did on Sunday, it was great. Uh, but yeah, if, if, if they if them if them two were leading the way, and you know, Cole Strange, you know, does well, and Owenu is out there, then you know they have a shot. The only the only like the only super weak link is Calvin Anderson, and I feel like you know Eleven is going to be on that side a lot, and he's going to embarrass Calvin Anderson. And I'm gonna I'm probably gonna have to get a new TV by Monday because I'm gonna throw my fucking TV because Michael Parsons is literally going to just bend the corner like how Michael Strange used to do. A lot, and you know he's 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 gonna he's gonna meet Mac Jones a lot before, during, and after the game. <laughs> like, it's, it's it's out of control. So, so you just you guys. You sound like what I probably would have said if I wasn't beaten and kicked down from yesterday's game right now. You guys are lucky you're catching me on a Monday after that goddamn launch because yeah. I completely agree. I think Mike Parsons is, is gonna wreak havoc. On Mac Jones in this game because I and the the Pats offensive line is really bad, so like that's that's the way the Cowboys are going to beat them is getting a Max face all day long. I just don't have faith in this offense to beat anyone at this point. <laughs> you know, I just don't, man. It it, it if the Cowboys are going to be an elite team, it's because of that defense. So the defense two weeks in a row, two weeks in a row in the power rankings, I was number one, oh, and bro. They're not. Gonna, they're not going to be number one this week. I can promise. That's that. a spoiler. Yeah, love yeah. that big market. Tease. What, what predictions? Uh, 
<laughs> uh, but my last thing, I uh, talked about this game before I asked you about scores and who thinks so and everything. Without Trayvon Diggs, right, is it fair to say that the Patriots' skill position, I'll, uh, I'll say, you know, skill, although they're, you know, uh, compared to the rest of the NFL and the Kansas City Chiefs, <laughs> except the Kansas City Chiefs, Kansas City Chiefs have the worst skill, posi- skill positions out there, besides Travis Kelsey, and it's not even close. But we don't have speed, but we do have situational quickness with Kendrick Bourne, uh, Pop Douglas. Do you think that we, uh, Ray, that our, that our wide receivers actually match up pretty well now against a Trayvon Diggless secondary of the Dallas Cowboys? So I, I think if you get Pop Douglas involved more, because we've seen it on Sunday, right? Uh, even though they didn't call the PI on the Jets, he clearly garners attention out there on, on the outside. So I think whether you run a few, you know, zig routes with him, run a few out routes with him, maybe even some deep post, uh, post corner routes with him. I, I think that, you know, moving him around, they may put Gilmore on him at some point. Oh, I, that's a bad, that's a bad matchup I mean, for it, Gilmore. It, where I, once again, as good as Gilmore can be, I, I don't think that's a good matchup, honestly. But once again, he's not on my team, so it don't matter what they do to him. <laughs> now, so I'm just like, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for it, but yeah, I just think, you know, you got to get Bourne involved. Like I said, got to get Pop involved. Maybe if, if Keyshawn Boutte is involved, maybe, you know, if he's out, if he's uh, going to be active for the game, you know, you see what he can do out there as well. I do think that the Donovan Smith, he cut, Don, what's his name? Donovan Smith, the, the safety for y'all, is, is it Donovan Smith? Yeah, um, Donovan Wilson. Donovan Wilson, Donovan Wilson. He, he, he's, I think he might be coming back this game too, so that, that adds to the secondary for them, but that's the case. But I, once again, I just feel like if, if you, get the ball into anyone's hands. Once again, I, I think that that can be, that can spell trouble for that defense and, and, and it changes how they have to defend if that's the case. But we, we just got to get the ball to them. So we'll see. Bobby, what do you think? How, how, how do our wide receivers match up against your secondary as it is currently constituted? Knowing that we, we don't have the explosive speed, but we do have people that in the open or, or can at least create, I think two people that can create separation. Kendrick Bourne, and and Pop Douglas. I just don't know what... It's really tough for me to get a secondary right now because, like I said, they, they, they just had to retool everything, man. And I can tell you that Gilmore doesn't look like a one anymore. And that without digs, it really puts a big hole in our coverage aspect because the Dan Quinn-led defense doesn't necessarily look to lock people down. They look to make big plays and hopefully you have a lockdown corner that can shut people down or else you, you give up big plays. We saw the Cowboys two years ago when they didn't, when Diggs wasn't locked out yet and he was still just, you know, looking to make these big plays. They love to give up 80, 70 yard passes all the time. Last year, Diggs kind of morphed into like this shutdown corner. This year, he legitimately was a, a top three corner in the game those first two games he was shutting everyone down he was making big plays like no one was even coming near him and then also you take that out man and it's just it's it's so hard to gauge i, I think this game would give me personally just like a, a really better idea of what the secondary is i i couldn't tell you man i know that the, the <laughs> that's what you're so fucking defeated dude yeah i am the pass wide receiver core is isn't great so if if they light the secondary up, if if they make it look like we're lost out there, because the secondary did look lost. Period. It's 
it's, it's a difference between an A plus the first two weeks and an F last week. Those are the grades I would. Give. So like, it's like, I, I honestly don't know if, if I'm the Cowboys are in trouble. If the Patriots offense truly looks like a real offense, <laughs> you know, I don't mean, no, I mean, I'm not trying to like kill the Patriots here, but like, if they look like an offense that can move the ball consistently, this next couple come coming week, yeah. I'm nervous. I'm going to be really nervous. All right, Ray, final predictions for, uh, for Sunday. Uh, I'll say Dallas 27, New England 20. Bobby? I'm gonna I'm gonna say if everything goes the way it should, it's gonna be like twenty-four to fourteen Dallas is what I would predict. Twenty-four fourteen. I got oh god. I got the Patriots twenty-four twenty-one. I just nice. think that we I think we can do I, it. I, I, Chad Violet, baby, game winner. I think we can do it. House me, baby. <laughs> And I truly hope we do it. And then we have this exact same crew here next Monday to uh, to dissect. But either way, whether it's a blow up by the Cowboys or a sneaky little win by the Patriots, this same crew, Hollywood yeah. Rayshon Buchanan, the real BK Bob Kelly, myself, will be here next week to recap that game. And until next week, we'll talk to you then. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an electric cast production. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that the No, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Electric acid.